Good morning, this is Alexis with The Bright Side on KTHO Radio 96.1 FM and 590 AM in South Lake Tahoe, California. Today we're talking about compromise, good or bad? So compromise, um, the definition I wanted to start with is defined by the dictionary as an agreement or a settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. An ability to listen to two sides in a dispute and devise a compromise acceptable to both. The secret of a happy marriage is compromise, straight from the dictionary. Uh, It's also defined as a middle state between conflicting opinions or actions reached by mutual concession or modification. So we are talking about uh, those kind of compromises today. And I want to start too by talking about why you would compromise. So I think reasons why I've compromised or my clients have compromised in the past is to be able to move forward on something. You can't move forward until everyone agrees. And so you compromise Uh, or to please somebody. Sometimes I've compromised or I've had clients compromise because they want to please someone else. And so they they give in or they say, hey, you know what? You can choose where we have dinner or you can choose what theme we use for the PowerPoint and our shared presentation. Something simple. Also, uh, compromise helps us to find common ground. So being able to find a place where we both agree uh, and that feels good to both of us. And then another reason we would compromise is to enable a decision to be made. So oftentimes you'll have you'll be at a decision point and you'll have differences of opinions and you'll have to spend some time talking to find a compromise so that a decision can be made. And lastly, and I think probably um, most importantly, in a marriage, if you will, it's to bolster a relationship. Uh, so any kind of, and not even just a marriage, a business partnership, a friendship, um, a coworker a partnership, a relationship is sometimes compromising can help bolster those relationships. It's a, it's that give and take, uh, so that both people can win some of the time. So, Like many things, compromising falls into a spectrum. So when you think about a spectrum, on the far left, you could think of somebody who's always compromising. Uh, And I would refer to that as kind of that doormat mentality. I will just, I'll compromise all the time, no matter what, you know, I I never stand my ground. I just, each time will say, yep, I'll I'll go with, you know, I can compromise and, and I'll let go of what my opinion was, or I can let go of some of these pieces. On the far right side of the spectrum might look like never compromising. I refuse to compromise. These are my ideas. They're the right ideas. And I would call that rigid rock brain. And that's that that inability to see any other way but your own. And you have to be stuck there. Now, um, sometimes I fall into that category. I'm sure some of you recognize yourself in there where you get into that rigid space of non-compromise. And you've spent a lot of time figuring out what the answer should be. And you feel very strongly about it. And so, but that's a dangerous place because that can do a lot of damages to relationships that you're in. So, um, as you can imagine, a healthy compromise lives somewhere in the middle of those two things. So, you don't want to be always compromising and and being a doormat, and you also don't want to be always like holding your ground, you know, vehemently not bending on anything. So, how do you know if it's good or bad? So my husband, I asked him that this morning. This is actually his idea for a show, which I thought was brilliant. And he said, well, it depends on what you're listening to, to know if it's a good or bad compromise. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, are you listening to your head, your heart, or your gut? 
And so I got thinking about that and I thought, what a great insight. So I think about when, when I'm thinking about my um, compromise and I'm in my head, that's my thinking brain. And that's usually where a lot of my logic comes up. My opinions come up and, you know, I've done, I've done this thinking and I know I'm right and this is what it should be. And so that's my thinking part. And then my heart really is my feeling center. So I'm, um, I'm thinking about my heart as my emotional center and I'm thinking, does it feel good to me? Does it feel bad to me? Um, I'm not sure if it's if I know if it's good or bad. And then lastly, my intuition or my gut is really what I consider my intuition. And so that gut feeling that uses all of our past life experiences, that kind of algorithm of experiences that we've had in life to help guide our decisions and to help whisper to us when we're going off track or something seems dangerous or not in our favor. And so... Um, so intuition is is that gut. So your head might want to win because it has a strong opinion and your heart might want to feel in right relationship or at peace or it might want to avoid conflict if you're somebody who doesn't like conflict. And so your intuition in the end will give you information to help determine what your head and heart might not be able to reach. So sometimes, you know, you, your head might be really sure about something, your heart might be really sure about something, and your intuition might be like, mm, I'm not sure. So, um, so if all three are in alignment, if your head, heart, and your gut or your slash intuition are in alignment, then it's a hearty yes to compromise. It's um, absolutely an easy thing to uh, move forward with. If your head or excuse me, if your heart and your intuition are in alignment, then the head may just need to work on a new mindset. So if your head's thinking, I don't like this, but your heart's feeling like, but it feels pretty good, and your intuition's like, yeah, I think so too, then it may just be that you need to um, come up with a different way of thinking about this compromise. So um, spend some time thinking it over um, and noodling what your opinions are. And if, you, if you're not getting anywhere with that, find a sounding board. Find someone to talk to and, um, and run it by them and see what they think. How, what do they think about it? Sometimes that helps to get outside of our own head. If your head and your intuition are in alignment, but your heart is not, your heart might be experiencing loss. So ask yourself, how can I make this feel better? So your, your head might say like, hey, you know, I can see how this could be a good thing. And your intuition might say, yeah, I, you know, even though this feels sad to me to give up something that I was really comfortable with or that I really loved, that my, you know, I can, my intuition says that it's right. And so I'm, but I'm still feeling really sad or I'm feeling a lot of loss. So ask yourself, how can I make this feel better? And also notice what am I sad about or what am I feeling? What am I not feeling great about? And then honor that loss or grieve it. So if you've had to give something up in order to compromise on something that you, you can logically see makes sense and your intuition says, yeah, yeah, I'm on board, then you need to give yourself time to honor that loss and to grieve it and not just smile and carry on, but, you know, give yourself the space to do that. You can still compromise and feel sad about something and feel that you've lost something. And that just, you just need some time to grieve that, to move through it. And finally, if your head and your heart are aligned, but your intuition is not, 
then you may want to pause before you decide to make a compromise and get still. And you want to listen louder to what your intuition is trying to share with you. Ask yourself, what are my hesitations here? Why, what is this little voice in my head or my heart and my gut whispering to me saying, Hey, not yet. I I'm not sure. What is that? What is that little voice trying to tell you? What don't you know that you still need to find out before you can make this decision? And is the compromise in line with your values? Because if it's not in line with your values, you want to ask yourself, what is at risk if you compromise your own values in making this, uh, in making this compromise with somebody. So, or just for yourself. So in the end, a compromise can be a great bridge builder and it can also remove a lot of barriers and create forward momentum. But in the wrong conditions, compromise can lead us away from our values and our convictions. So when you understand your values, you tune into your head, your heart and your intuition you can learn to make powerful compromises without sacrificing what's most important to you and what's most morally valued to you. So as you're moving forward and making compromises, use this little technique to be able to investigate and see, is this a good compromise or a bad one? This has been Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. To find out more about what we're doing at P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, check us out on the web at plinkcoachingcenter.com. That's P as in Paul, L-I-N-K, coachingcenter.com. Stands for the Positivity Link. And we're working on bringing more positivity into the world at work, helping leaders become the best versions of themselves and making the world at work a better place. So look forward to seeing you on our library page on the website. You can find more Brightside episodes as well as articles written by our founders and uh, articles that we love, free meditations, shareable pictures, all kinds of fun stuff there, uh, as well as if you want to find out more about our services for your company and leadership development programs, go ahead and check out our uh, offering 